It's Eat Right Radio. It's all about eating right. Produced with the help of our friends at the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics. Here's Melanie Cole, MS. Have you made your New Year's resolutions only to give them up so soon into the new year? How do you make them actually stick? My guest today is Dr. Lori Wright. She's an assistant professor in public health at the University of South Florida, an academy spokesperson. Welcome to the show, Dr. Wright. So talk to us about making those resolutions stick. People do this. They want to lose weight. They want to eat healthier. What do you tell them as your best advice for keeping those resolutions and making them actually work for them? Well, Melanie, we know that almost half of all Americans make New Year's resolutions each year, and the number one resolution is to lose weight. But after a month, only about a third of those people are still sticking with their resolutions. So there's some really important tips that will help you be one of those that succeeds with your resolutions. And it begins with making SMART goals. Your goal or your resolution should be very specific. It should be measurable And most importantly, it should be achievable. So instead of saying, I want to lose weight, you might want to say instead, I want to lose 10 pounds in two months. It's something that you can, you can achieve, um, and, and that you can measure that you've made that success. Well, certainly what can be measured can be managed. So that's such a good bit of advice to use SMART goals. Now, what about making those changes? Some people need to make those baby steps, yes? And that's the second step is to investigate the why. You have to understand your behaviors before you can change those behaviors. So I highly recommend keeping a food and activity diary. You need to record everything you eat and drink for three days or even a full week. And along with that, how much you ate and what were the emotions or the reasons surrounding those choices. What this does to you is it kind of gives you a baseline of your behaviors and it helps you identify those problem areas. And you need that in order to commit to changing um, and succeeding with your resolution. For example, you may find that you snack a lot in the evening. You weren't even aware that while you're watching dinner, your mind, or you're watching TV, you're mindlessly snacking. Or you may discover that you drink a lot of calories um, in the form of soda. So understanding the whys behind behaviors is the first step. So what else can we do? Well, after that, you want to individualize those changes, one size fits all diets don't work. You really need an eating plan that is tailored for your problem areas, your preferences, your lifestyles in order to be successful. So for example, say you are one of those snackers in the evening, you want to try to identify some alternative behaviors. For example, you might go for a walk after dinner instead of snacking, or you may make your snacks, um, different. You may snack on vegetables with hummus instead of the, you know, the chips that you used to do. Consulting a registered dietitian can really help you individualize a healthy and effective eating plan for that. I think that's a great bit of advice because so many people see like the new dietary guidelines that have been put out, Dr. Wright. They don't understand them. They look at kale. They don't know what to do with it. And grains, they're not sure what those are. And they want to eat healthier. And they want to do those things. So that is really good advice. Give us some more. Absolutely. Then um, you want to plan critically. Always 
plan out for success. Plan out your meals for the week. Then go shopping so that you have all the ingredients on hand. Take planned snacks with you so you don't get overly hungry. The more that you don't have the ingredients on hand, the food on hand, the more that you haven't planned, the more likely you are to go off your your schedule or, or cheat, so to speak. So planning ahead will help you avoid falling back into those old behaviors. I think planning is just so key, as is journaling and writing down so you know what you did, so you know what changes you want to make. Now, what about rewards? People tend to use food as a reward for a lot of things. And you should reward yourself. And it shouldn't be at the very end. So if your goal is 10 pounds, reward yourself at 5 five pounds. Um, recognizing the accomplishments it will really help you fo- stay focused and excited about your goal. But the key is to reward yourself with maybe some non-food items, such as a massage. What a great way to reward yourself is to go get a massage. That's a great idea. If you do something healthy as your reward as opposed to rewarding yourself with ice cream or, you know, something extra dessert, whatever it is, then you're going to have much better success. Keep going. Give us some more of your great bits of advice. Track your progress. Studies show that people are much more successful when they are what we call self-monitoring. And this can take many different forms. You can keep a food log on paper, um, or there's all kinds of fun new apps where you can record your food, record your physical activity. And we know that the more that you monitor what you're doing day in and day out, the less likely you are to fall back into those old behaviors. What do you think about the apps as a way to help keep you motivated? Because there's so many today and ones that you can even, you know, shine on the, the labeling on food and it'll tell you whether that food is good for you or not. I think apps, these apps are wonderful because people don't realize how many calories are in different foods that they eat or how large the portions are. So it really does help people stick with their goals closer if they, they're they're recognizing what they're doing and have more awareness. So now we've journaled, we've kept track, we've planned out, make individualized changes, kind of wrap it up for us and, and tell us what you think are the most important bits of information that you tell people every single day. I think it's really important to have realistic goals and don't try to do too many goals at one time. Pick one or two behaviors that you can change and work on those behaviors for several weeks. You will start to realize your goals with just those small changes in behavior, but you won't get overwhelmed. I think one of the biggest pitfalls is trying to do too much at one time, and I think it's also trying to follow a preset diet that isn't going to work for you. Individualize it. Find what your behaviors are and find alternative behaviors that will help you reach your goal. And very quickly, Dr. Wright, if you would, just give a quick synopsis of what you want people to look at when they're looking at all the different food groups, if they were to pick that for the day, just for healthy eating's sake. I always go back to the plates 
um, the plate, half your plate be from fruits and vegetables. The more colorful, the better. But fruits and vegetables not only give you a lot of vitamins and minerals, but they give you fiber that helps keep you full longer um, and are really disease-fighting. The other quarter of the plate should come from from grains, whether it be a starchy vegetable or rice or pasta, but a quarter of the plate, and if possible, make it whole grain to get those benefits of fiber as well. And the other fourth of the plate, the a lean protein, round it out with uh, some low-fat dairy, and you have a very healthy meal um, that will really, with the portion control, will help you have a, a healthy lifestyle. Thank you so much, Dr. Wright. It's really, really great information, and it's a great way to get those New Year's resolutions to stick with you, making those individualized changes, one or two changes at a time. Plan critically. Plan what you're going to do. Reward yourself. See a registered dietitian nutritionist for the best advice that you can get. This is Melanie Cole, and you're listening to Eat Right Radio. And for more information, you can go to eatright.org. That's eatright.org with our great friends from the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening, and stay well.